0: The NBA All-Star break is coming to a close and the Miami Heat need to get back on track to ensure this photo is recreated in 2024 as they look to make the NBA Finals in back-to-back season and their third time over the last five years. Today, I rank the most important players on this Heat roster in order for them to get back to the NBA Finals. Before I get into my list, I want... Good vibes, positive vibes only, as they say, to be put out in the air. Help the Heat get back to the NBA Finals by liking today's video. The goal is 250 likes. If Heat Nation can get to 250, I believe the Miami Heat will repay us by making the NBA Finals. All right, the number one most important player, and this is self-explanatory if you ask me, number one, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler. Hopefully, everything's okay with him. It looks like he got back to social media yesterday, was posting clips of him working out, getting some shots up, as he was away from the team for the final three games before the All Star break due to the personal matter where one of his family members passed away. So, hopefully, everything's good with Jimmy. But it is imperative that he returns to this Heat lineup and starts doing the post All Star Jimmy Butler thing that we have seen over the past three or four seasons. The first 37 games he played this year, they've been solid. You see an uptick in that three-point shooting. Now, I do believe in order for Miami to make the NBA Finals again, you do have to see him... Willing and able to shoot more three-pointers. The 44% is cool and fun, but if he's not able to space the floor and actually threaten the opposing defense from beyond the arc, well, the two-and-a-half, three-point shot attempts a day doesn't really matter. And this has been the case over the past four seasons, right? You are only going to go as far as Jimmy Butler takes you in the postseason. Let's just look back at the last four seasons with Butler. The first year in the bubble, he was astounded. He was unbelievably good. They make the finals. Also, he got help from rookie Tyler Hero and Bubble Gore and Drogic. The next year, when they got bounced in the first round against the Bucks, he was horrible that series. He got outplayed by Bryn Forbes. Yeah, Bryn Forbes. That's why you lost. The next year, Butler averaged 27 points per game in that finals run, evidently, or excuse me, Eastern Conference run, evidently just coming up short against the Celtics at home in Game 7. Well, now let's go back to last year. The best player in the playoffs outside of Nikola Jokic was Jimmy Butler. You made the NBA Finals. It is very clear you are only going to go as far as Jimmy Butler takes you in the playoffs and for the rest of the season. Number two on the list, and this one might come as a little bit of a shock to you, but I truly do believe that the most important player outside of Jimmy Butler on this Heat team, well, it really might be the rookie Jaime Haquez Jr., I'll tell you why in just a second, but I want to know who you believe the most important player on this Heat team is in order for them to make the finals. And how about this? I'll make it easy for you. No Jimmy Butler. Name the person down below who is the most important player for the Miami Heat. I want to go back to this guy right here, Jaime Hawkins Jr. And I think it's very cool in telling that we're talking about him as the second most important player on this team when he was just a rookie this season and drafted 18th overall. But one thing I want to flash for you guys here is that we have not seen the same Triple J over the past two or three weeks. Before his injury, and I believe this is a tale of two hymies really, he got injured with that groin injury in the 39th game of the season. He did not miss a single game in his rookie year before that injury. He missed two weeks and then came back. Prior to the groin injury, he was averaging 14 points a night, 51% from the field, 35% from beyond the arc, and he was in consideration, in serious consideration, for Rookie of the Year. But in the 10 games since returning late January from that groin injury, it has been brutal, man. Eight points per game, shooting under 40% from the field, and 16.7% from three. That is unacceptable. You see the drop-off between the two. And this is my question for Triple J. Is it the rookie wall hitting Hakez Because that is a thing, and you only play 35, 38 games a season in college, Well, which is right about where this split uh, ends and goes into two separate places, or is it the groin injury that is holding Hakez back? That is the main thing that I'll have to look at, but hopefully the All-Star break did Hakez right, even though he was in Indiana participating in the dunk contest. Hopefully he's able to return post-All-Star break, and become that player he was in the first 38, 39 games of the season because when he was averaging 14, shooting effectively, playing good defense, getting on the glass, the Heat were one of the best teams in the NBA, and then they go on that losing streak, Hawkeyes still regaining that footing. If he returns to that form, Heat are really cooking with gas. Three more players to get to, but I gotta show some love to our sponsor. They're back! Factor Meals is back on the Heat Report with a new code, by the way. Heat Chat 50. Don't get mistaken with the old code. But if you don't know what Factor is, let me tell you. It's delicious, ready to eat meals that make eating every day easy and better. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, And there's other options. Calorie conscious. That's one of my favorite. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition uh, packed add-ons that help you make weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get ready to have meals delivered right to your door. And I mean ready to go right to your door. I actually am getting my new package for next week delivered today. I just got back from my vacation in Florida. I ate like crap over in Fort Myers, Florida. It's time to get back on my health grind and Factor Meals will help me do that. Head to factormeals.com/nba or excuse me heatchat50 Remember, New code heatchat50 and use code heatchat50 to get 50% off. That's code heatchat50 at factormeals.com/heatchat50. Get that 50% off today. That is in the description and comments of today's video. Number 3 on the list, Bam at a bio. Obviously, he's going to rank pretty high on this important player list for Miami because what he is as a defensive anchor for the Heat is unparalleled. And listen, we saw the all-star game three-pointer. Maybe he starts bringing out some tray balls. That would be pretty ideal for Miami and add another layer to this offense, but he's been terrific this season. Career high in rebounds, averaging 20 points a game. He is deserving to be an all-star and was deserving to be an all-star starter. It's just unfortunate that Joel Embiid is, well, a top three player in the NBA. But if he can continue to be more involved at the rim, because I think Adebayo relies on the mid-range jumper too often, and I like that he's added that to his game, but when you're shooting the majority of your shots as a center, um, 8 to 12, 8 to 15 feet away from the basket on fadeaway mid-range shots, well, that's not the most effective shot and not the most efficient shot for him. When he is at his best, he mixes that in at maybe a 25%, 30% mark, but gets involved in the pick and roll. The Adebayo slams from the rafters coming in on alley right? That's when he is at his best on offense. You allow him to get in the pick and rolls, fall to the rim, catch the lobs, get the put-back dunks. I like that he's added the mid-range jumper, but it will only help the Heat if he goes closer to that rolling big-man style. And if they want to post him up, then he could go to that uh, mid-range game when Tyler, Jimmy, and Terry pass it off that a bio get him more involved you saw at the end of the pre-all-star break against the Celtics against the Bucks against the Sixers use those guards and pick and roll situation get him more involved at the rim and he'll become a more effective basketball player we do have a playoff push that y'all have to get ready for coverage around the heat for the rest of the season and beyond don't go anywhere join the channel today we just passed 8000 subscribers We go live for every single Miami Heat basketball game, and we're going to start doing some post-game videos too, so hit that sub button and stay along for the ride. Number four, Mr. 14, Tyler Hero. Well, the Heat made the finals without Tyler last season. Can they do it with him and his impact? And he is maybe the most divisive Heat player on the market right now. He's had an up-and-down season thus far. Only 35 games played. He's averaging 21 a night, second on the team in scoring. The efficiency is what is intriguing to me, because he started the year out shooting really good from three, bumped down under 40%. He's been above that mark almost all season long. But the issue that we've seen with Tyler is his volume scoring being the reason why you see those stats on screen, right? It's taking him 15, 18, 19 shots a game to put up 20, 21. That's not where Tyler needs to be. He needs to be shooting 12, 14 times a game to get the 20-plus per game, which means making more threes and shooting more threes. But I will say this when it comes to Hero. He has been really, really solid in terms of his playmaking, his facilitating over the past week and a half before the All-Star break. I looked at that game against Philly when there was no Terry. There was no Jimmy. He had seven assists. Like, I'm not asking Tyler Hero to be a guy who averages seven plus assists because that's not his role. That's why you trade for Terry Rozier to give you the shooting and playmaking. I want Tyler to be that volume scorer at that shooting guard position to complement Bam Jimmy and Terry. But if he can provide that ability to get in the pick and roll, read the defense correctly, know when to hit his pull up jumper, hit his floater, lob it to Bam, or swing it to the weak side for an open hawk as Duncan. Jovic, whoever they have playing alongside them, well, that will only help this Heat team go a lot farther. And I know a lot of people are going to want to say on this video that Hero should be coming off the bench because the Heat's most effective offensive rating team in lineup is when Duncan Robinson is paired up with Jimmy and Bam. And the most effective play, by the way, on the Miami Heat roster and what their go-to action is that provide them The easy buckets is a bam in Duncan pick and roll because, well, there's so much gravity heading towards Duncan, and when he's shooting 45% from three and shooting above 50% almost in pull-up threes off the dribble, it's providing a lot of impact for this Heat roster. But I still believe Tyler Hero is going to be the difference maker if he could get that late-second isolation scoring mark for the Heat alongside Jimmy Butler. Going back to Tyler Hero, though, what say you? Should Tyler Hero be a starter for the Heat, where it be Tyler, Terry, Jimmy, Caleb, Bam, or should he come off the bench and Duncan Robinson get inserted in the starting lineup? Type S if you want him to remain a starter. Type your sixes, like your Drake, if you want him to go to the sixth man. Yes, Nikola Jovic is my fifth most important player for the Miami Heat, and the reason why because he unlocks a different heat team. And what do I mean like what do I mean by that? When you watch the heat play when Nikola Jovic is on the court compared to when he just doesn't play at all, you can tell the difference. And maybe the statistics don't back it up, but you can just tell with your eyesight. And the raw Nikola Jovic stats on a game-to-game basis aren't going to be flashy. They're not going to be something that stands out to you. Maybe that three-point shooting does. And yes, he's very raw. It's only his second year in the league. He just graduated high school. Like, he's still twenty, twenty-one years old. Jovic is as raw as a prospect as we've seen. And as the 27th pick in the NBA draft just a couple years ago, you're not expecting him to be someone who makes an immediate impact in this crazy difference. But he does need to play because when he is alongside Adebayo, it allows Miami and Eric Spolstra to go to a two-big lineup. And even though I wouldn't even consider Nikola Jovic a big, it just does give them extra size because Jovic, believe it or not, is actually taller than Bam Adebayo. Bam's 6'9", 6'10". Jovic is 6'10", 6'11". Sure, he doesn't have the force to play inside like Bam does, but allowing opposing teams to see two lengthy guys, and especially when they get matched up with the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, who run two big lineups, Al Horford, Porzingis, Cornette, Horford, Brooke lopez Giannis. Like Whenever you want to see them, you can allow yourself to put Bam as a more free-ranging, rover-type guy on defense who can guard the Giannis, can guard the Tatums, because he is able to move his feet, and you could stick Jovic on the guys that don't really provide that much offensively like Al Horford, like Brooke Lopez, right? Like like they don't really do much outside of the catch and shoot situation. So you could put Yovich on those guys. It gives you more rebounding. It also allows you to space the floor. He's shooting 45% from three. I know, probably not sustainable, but if he's able to continue to get playing time for the Miami Heat and showcase his chemistry with Jimmy, bam, it just provides you with another ball handler, another Guy who could space the floor, knock down, catch, and shoot triples. And my favorite thing, which I say all the time about Nikola Jovic, when he gets a rebound, he's not looking to outlet it to someone else right away. He will grab it. He will go. And when the Heat get out in transition and don't lollygag into their offense, well, they're a much more dynamic team. Before we head out of here, I do want to mention... As an honorable guy, my sixth most important, the guy we mentioned a little bit earlier ago, Duncan Robinson. What he has done for this Heat team has been a revelation. To think that he was out of the lineup and out of the rotation last year in favor of Max Strus, Had the play in the postseason due to Tyler Hero's injury, got his confidence back, and we are seeing that he is well worth that $15-18 million contract on an annual basis he is currently being paid on. If Duncan continue this hot shooting... And when you get to the postseason, the gravity that that guy brings, and opposing defenses will tell you, and on the scouting report, they will say, do not let Duncan get open. Do not let Robinson, 55, that white man, get hot and get open from three. Well, that will only bring others more involved and more open as well. If Duncan continues hot shooting, the Heat are going to be scary in the postseason. Make sure you follow me on Twitter because, well, we're going on the road. And listen, I've always said this. The best way to be informed on the Miami Heat is to follow me on Twitter and be subscribed to the channel because I'll tweet the news first. Then I'll come make a video, for example, with the Wright that he signed four or five days ago. I tweeted about it first. You would have knew about that before the video came out. Then you saw my full breakdown and analysis from the home in Fort Myers, Florida on vacation. So follow me over there on Twitter at Nick underscore